You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with cast number 567 for Monday, September 28th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, IamNotWearingPants.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. That's OutMotoring.com. Hey everybody, it's DB bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio. We're here talking about Mini Coopers and stuff like that for you on a Monday night because, you know, that's what we like to do. Full crew this evening, my good man, Todd Pearson, MotoringStripes.com. He's joined us. Todd, say hi. I am here. Hello. And Todd's really revved up tonight. It's going to be a good show. Uh, uh, the good reverend, Mr. Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. He's joined us as well. Yes, I am. I'm here. Excellent. Chad. Chad's also maybe just a little bit revved up. And then <laughs> uh, Alex has joined Hey guys, I'm uh, joining you from uh, from New York, and I'd like to uh, thank David and Olivia, uh, friends who are hosting me this week, uh, for leaving me uh, in their living room uh, by myself so I can record the show in peace. <laughs> it's very nice of them. <laughs> Excellent, and it seems like they have a uh, decent Wi-Fi for you. They do. It's it's pretty good. Outstanding. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're not going to talk about Alex's uh, secret Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Stuff, anything like that. Um, we are going to talk about the new Mini Clubman again because you know why? Last week the configurator went live minutes before we recorded the show. Um, I think we're going to cap on Volkswagen a little bit more tonight. Anybody? Does that sound good? Yeah. Yep. They, they've, they've killed diesel for everyone now. That's right. They've, they've killed diesel for oh, yeah. You're never going to get your Mini Diesel, that's for sure now. My heart is now heavy and sad yep. because of Volkswagen, so I hate them in perpetuity. Um, and whatever else we decide, <laughs> we're going to talk about all that and even more. Here on tonight's episode. Before we do any of that, however, let's just knock out a sponsor real quick before we do anything. I want you guys to remember about Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. They've been sponsoring us longer than anybody else. We love them, and so should you. Outmotoring is like the Amazon.com for Mini Cooper stuff. doesn't matter what you need. You need a, a replacement parts like OEM stuff. You can get it at Outmotoring. You want performance stuff like big brake kits, suspension modifications, uh, pulleys, and all those things. Outmotoring.com. You need tools? Yeah, Outmotoring.com. Plus, a complete line of car care products to get your car ready for the winter, get it shined up and waxed, ready to go, uh, and plus all the cool stuff for your person. You know, the hats, the shoes, the the socks, the watches, the, all the mini stuff so you can look like that guy at Cars and Coffee wearing all mini stuff. You can get all of that and more over at Outmotoring.com. And as an added bonus, if you go to Outmotoring.com and if you can sign up for the Outmotoring newsletter, Every month, you will get your own 5% discount coupon, which is super awesome. So every time you place an order, you just go, oh, cool, I've got a coupon. I'm going to save 5%. Awesome. We love that. So should you. And I just cost you your email address. Big deal. Go do it. Do it now over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and John Cooper Works side skirts, R5859. Oh, yeah. Check it out. (laughs) That's uh, Outmotoring.com. What's so funny? That was funny. That was just a funny thing to choose. Because it's, it's on the homepage. That's what I chose. Skirt. I think the word skirt just made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, skirt, skirt. Skirt's a funny word. <laughs> um, but hey, Maestro. Boom. Tonight we click over to, uh, you know what, tonight we click over to Mini USA because we've already configured our configurators on the Clubman configurator. And if you haven't seen it yet, miniusa.com slash Clubman. That's it. That's all you need to know. It's, it's all you need to know. And there. first, before we even start, I just want to make sure everybody knows for the record that I called the clubman pricing. DB wins. On not uh, destination chart. Right. DB wins. I mean, between him and me, like if you include destination, I was. If you include destination, Todd's closer. Uh, Todd might be close. But I picked it right, the base price. Boom. I win. Yeah, I didn't do real well. Yeah, yeah Chad I, was way off. That was way off. Chad was pricing uh, like a. Like a Something else. Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. I'm okay with it. But though. for Chad, it looks like a really good deal now. It was a good guess, right? <laughs> it looks like a good deal now. <laughs> yeah. So um, the pricing has actually become official on the Clubman. Uh, Twenty four thousand one hundred dollars for the base price, and then um, twenty. I, I knew what it was. I had it. Where'd it go? No, I lost it. And then uh, twenty seven six fifty for the Clubman S. And of course, we've already built our own. Mine's like thirty-one thousand for a Cooper. It's ridiculous. You know, uh, I'm actually going through the configurator right now, and uh, one of the things I see here for a mini first ever is power front seats with yes. a driver seat memory. That is correct. Yeah, but they're pricing it like Porsche style, like you know, twelve hundred dollars to have uh, electric <laughs> well, yeah, seats. Of course, it's ridiculous. But- 
I bet you enough people will start buying it now. It will become it's, standard in all Chad the cards. Chad is absolutely correct in this, and that's what I was going to say next. It's going to be like, um, remember in 2014, the uh, you had the option of dual climate control, and it yeah. was $500. Yes. Um, and that lived for three months, and then dual climate control became standard across the board. I predict that the power seats... By the time the 2017 model year rolls around, they'll become standard. It's just yep. going to be too much of a pain in the ass to have that. Or there's going to be such a low take rate, and they're like, well, damn, we ordered all these extra power seat mechanisms. We're just going to have to throw it on all the cars standard. So, Got it. I, so, I you, bet you people will love it, though. I mean, really, I mean, even at that price, that'll be the one thing, the only thing they get. When you're paying $32,000 for a car... Yeah, you should have electricity. It's you ridiculous. should have power. It's just, I'm sorry, this is 2015. And, yeah, and this is something I don't understand. Like, what? What are you trying to? So, okay, you're doing this test where you know for three months, like you're making people pay for it to see what you know <laughs> what, what is the reaction. Obviously, people want this thing, right? Like, you don't, you, you're not making any money doing this, and it's you know complicating the the ordering process for for no reason. So, just offer the damn seats. It's uh, it's ridiculous. Well, it's not having power windows. No, no. Here's here's the reason they do it, and and just in defense of of many here, is they want to be able to offer a car below twenty five thousand dollars. <sighs> And by doing that, by choosing things like the power seats and making them a, a, a cost option, it allows them to say, hey, we can get this, this, this Clubman starting at 24-1 plus 950 destination. Um, <laughs> you know, basically $25,000 is what you're starting at for this. And uh, that's kind of, I think, where they're, where they're coming from is trying to, which I think is the wrong marketing I'm saying it right now. It's the wrong marketing. They're trying to market this as a premium small car. And if that's the case, dude, make power seats standard. Alex yeah, is standard, one of, yes. he's 100% yep. correct. So I'm adding power front seat to driver's side memory. I don't know which I want, how I want to spend my $1,250 if I want to spend it that way or if I want to get an automatic transmission. Really? Mm, uh, power seats. Power seats. It's cost as much as a transmission? You know how to Both. shift. You know how to shift power seats. <laughs> I I can reach down and move it forward and back for myself. I don't need it. You know. With you guys oh. and saying that, why is a seating option as expensive as something that it's actually part of the powertrain? I just don't understand. <laughs> you can you can also get a illuminated dash. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. It's a it's a four hundred dollar. It's a piano black illuminated dash. It's got to have some type of uh, LED LEDs surrounding it or something. Yeah. And hey, can yeah. we just say this right here now for once that the the rear fog is back or the fact yeah. that it never really went away? As Alex, I think this is the most important news of the night. <laughs> as Alex said before, you know what they said it was going to go away, and it's still never like you can still put a rear fog light on. And even the hatch on the even the F fifty six you can put it yeah in yep. the F fifty five probably still yeah. in the configurator and we said this and I just said thank the Lord that Patrick and David Duncan they listened to me that I told them I'm like your your data is wrong here's here's why your your data is incorrect because they're looking at take rates and they're looking at it over all the cars sold let's say they sell fifty thousand cars. And they're looking at all the take rates together. I'm like, that is an incorrect way to look at it. You need to just look at the cars people order. So let's say the 10 or 15% of total minis that customers custom order and use that data only for your decisions on, okay, nobody orders satellite radio or nobody order. I'm just saying this. I'm not saying that they. that's what they do. Like, for example, nobody wants, you know a black line interior so that's what the the data they need to use and i think they kind of uh waffled on the uh rear fog by the way because hmm. yeah. it's here you know, guys, for 100 bucks I'm, I'm, 100 bucks it's i'm trying to do a configure cooper like you guys did and i can't i don't know how you got to thirty-one thousand. i'm not finished and i'm already at 34 hey alex you don't have to check every box <laughs> yes oh i didn't know that <laughs> So I've I've got my Cooper Clubman, actually my Cooper S Clubman, has been been configured in a way that I would enjoy it. Uh, I'm coming up at thirty five eight hundred in this uh, burgundy white top. This is with an S, 
We're going to use white top. I got HK, park distance control, blah, 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 because I got the nav and all that jazz, right? So that whole package. I went burgundy, burgundy. I thought that was kind of a neat combo. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Um, but I like a white roof, you know, obvious reasons. Uh, I, got roof, I got the roof rails, LED fog lights, LED headlights. Uh, I got the power front seats. Uh, I got the JCW interior because I like those seats yep. better than the leather. Yep. yep. I got. I, I also got the roof rails. I thought that was a kind of a neat idea to put those on there. If you ever Last want second. a roof rack, that is the only way you can ever have a roof rack on this car. And I put dynamic damper control. Comfort access is extra. You have to find that one. Yep. 500. And I'm rocking 17 inch wheels. And like I said, I'm at uh, 35.8. Oh, that's because of the 17-inch wheels. 30, they, they look wrong on this car. You need 18th or 19th. Oh, they look nice. No. And you guys, you did a Cooper, you said? Oh, no, that's on a Cooper. Okay, because I just did a Cooper S. Mine came to 34.5. Yeah, so we're oh right. God, what, what are you, you guys doing? doing, your cars? I don't know. My uh, I, I went with the uh, white interior. My you, okay, okay, I'm going to ask you questions. Like, I don't think Chad did HK. Oh, I totally did HK. Oh. I would never buy a car without HK. Yeah. I, I went for the stealth mode just because, like, eh, whatever, I'll see what happens. By the way, if you're uh, listening to this show but, this week, you need to do it in front of a computer, and you need to be, like, configuring your Clubman right now so you know yeah. what, the, what the hell we're talking about. I, uh, roof spoiler, roof rails, right. burgundy, rear fog. I went with the 18 black uh, star spokes. I, that's going to be a hot wheel for some 50. That was a no-brainer. Yep. He- heated seats. I went with the lounge leather and the satellite gray. Uh, it'll get dirty. Whatever. I'm going to go with it. I just think, oh, those wheels are hot, Chad. Good call. Yep. And then uh, I also went with the mini Your interior piano black illuminated. I, don't, I have no idea what it is, but it, <laughs> it's you know, lighted, man. For 400 bucks, I want a lighted dash. Why not? You know? Hey, uh, who here went with the stealth mode? No, I, no, I, yeah, I, did. I, did, I did, yeah. No yeah, cost option stealth mode. Now, however, where what, is stealth mode? Tell me where that is. It's, it's under in the exterior. Exterior. And yeah, but even though it shows it that the clubman is still there and it takes the other things off, it could still like take the clubman off too, you know? Yeah, I think right now it just says it removes the mini wings badge, which is on the left door, and the Cooper letters, which are on the right yeah. door. That's what it says it removes. It still leaves the clubman lettering on there. You know what? Blows I, my mind. Just did that, and in the configurator, I think it looks hot. I like the club and lettering, but we've discussed this at length before. I like those raised chrome letters. I hate them. I hate them. They have to go. It right. needs to be so, clean. so I think I need an intervention because I'm choosing too many options. So I'm going to tell you guys what I've what I've selected, and you tell me what I should be removing. Just oh, yeah, easy. That's easy. We, just tell us the price. All right. You don't need the price that. is forty <laughs> forty three thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you bought the JCW everything, didn't you? Dude, no, what? it's not even out yet. That's the worst spot. Like the JCW is going to be fifty grand for this car. <laughs> Alex, you're going to have to trim that down. You're not going to be able to afford the payment. Yeah, they only made two already, so yes. don't worry about no, it. No, no, no. What do you got? All right, cool weather package. No, just oh. heated seats. Just heated seats. Five hundred. Okay. You just saved. You just saved. I just saved you two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, you, right, I didn't put right. seats on my car. That's what I forgot. Yeah, just okay. Seats. Technology package. Yes, nope. yes. No, you do need that. You it's, need, just gonna, okay. it's gonna. It's just gonna break. No, it'll be fine. So it'll be fine. <laughs> premium package. Premium? Nope. No, no sunroof. What, what, you the, don't what need is a sunroof. wrong well, with you? Okay, so I agree with you on, on no sunroof, like on a on a on a F fifty six. But this one, it's, it's a really, it's a really big car. Like it's gonna be very dark in there. Yeah, but you can you can save by putting Harman Kardon on a la carte and Comfort <laughs> Access separately, okay, and you'll save so. yourself six hundred dollars there. I just saved okay. you another six hundred. Okay, JCW exterior package. Um, no, get rid of that. It's ugly. I, no, no, I disagree with you. You've seen those wheels that are amazing. You can put the wheels on separate. Get rid yeah. of Not that. for three grand. Yeah, the, the bumpers are ugly. Yeah. I, if it would have looked anything cooler, I would have done it, but mm, no. So, By the way, talking about bumpers, I'm looking at the S right now. It looks so much better than the F56, but again, we, we've been in this horse like many, many times. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Alex. Uh, all right. So I'm down to... JCW interior package? To 20... What? $27,000? There you go. See? Now it makes sense. <laughs> now you can add the, H- uh, sport you package. the HK package. Yeah, you do need the sport package. Yeah, I need the sport package. I need to back the... Now sport package. Cause- I, I almost thought about going with the 8-speed automatic with paddle shifters. I thought that might be kind of a neat thing, but I, I, I kept the 6-speed in there. Well, because DB, on the sport package on the S gives you 18-inch wheels instead of 17, like on the Cooper. Right. right. But the LED headlamps and the uh, dynamic damper control... The- so that, that added an extra $500 because I added other stuff on because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. I am at 31400 I think got- that's fantastic. I'm at thirty-six five. For some reason, I have two paints selected. It's That's, a bug. Yeah, I, I think there's some bugs. It's brand new. I found a couple of things that uh, were a little buggy on this. And give them time. 
Give them some time. But yeah. 31,000. Okay. I feel they better ha- now. They have till tomorrow. Yeah. How'd you, Todd? Mike Cooper came in at 30,550. 30 on a Cooper. So What's I, your color combo? Uh, my color combo is white with a black top. So I saved the money with no um, no metallic paint. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got the sport package. Uh, JCW interior package. You know what? I even deleted the technology package. I just changed to a Cooper, and mine's still thirty four five hundred. I only saved two grand switching back to a Cooper. Yeah, I deleted the technology package because now you have uh, Bluetooth audio um, included, and I have another car with the navigation system, and I never use it. So well, I think it's a waste of my but, money. But technology package includes the park distance control and the rear camera. It does. Yeah, you- that could be handy in this car. It could be so. I'm I'm waffling on that one right now. So that's the one there's, thing I'm waffling. There's on. a lot of stuff there that could really be, and you know, God forbid anybody ever just tumps, touches that rear bumper, it's going to be a lot more money to paint, a lot more stuff to go wrong, a lot more parts you might need, and wiring harnesses. I mean, I understand why they're doing park distance control on a lot of these cars and, and backup sensors and stuff, but man, it's just and the backup, a, lot of, a lot of money. Uh, yeah, a backup camera is nice, and I think once you've used you know a car with a backup camera in it, it's uh it is very convenient. You know. Yeah, but I don't I don't trust them. I don't trust it. Like no, I, I, don't, I don't either. <laughs> no, because like my so I was driving my father's cars like during my two weeks in uh, in France, and he he has a CLS. It's a really big ass car, and I could not trust the 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 rear view camera because it was so small for the as a you know in a position to the side of the car. So I sh- I still had to look around everywhere when I was backing up. That's not a bad thing, just to have another, you know, yeah. source of, of whatever. But yeah, I even put head-up display in this for seven fifty, and I went with the power seats, which I don't think anybody else did. No, <clears throat> power seats with uh, that and heated seats, and that's pretty much. No, I would go with power seats as well. As well, why not? Bite yeah. the bullet. But I think I could live with this car for thirty thousand five fifty because this is going to be a work vehicle. You know, I've still got my fast car. Like, Alex was like, no, you can't go with the Cooper. It's too slow. And I'm like, no, no, no. I have the fast car. When yeah. I want to go fast, I'll just drive the GP. So this, so this car will be your daily driver, your yeah. Volvo wagon. Yeah, this would be my Volvo wagon, which for <laughs> 30550 Okay, here's my here's the dilemma, guys. You mm. can help me out this because I think it would probably be more along the lines of 31 or 32 mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I've been shopping. I can find really nice used BMW X5s for thirty five. Yeah, but you're not paying like any maintenance whatsoever for four years on this thing. Right. True. For three and years. And your BMW is going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah. You get the 50,000 mile warranty. Don't forget that. Yeah. And I think it's more fun to drive also. I think it's going to be more fun to drive. Because even though you're saying like you have a sports car, you still want to have, you know, you still don't want to, you know, have you driven uh, get an bored to death when you're going to work. So. Have you driven an X5? X5s are pretty badass, Alex. And not that it matters. It is. Not that it matters to you because you only drive like 12 miles a day, but the Clubman's going to get better gas mileage too. Yeah, it probably is, although I was looking at an X5 diesel. Ooh. Wow, see, I, see now I've tempted, like, I've tempted fate, and we can now shift the conversation. An X5 diesel's ugly, kind of. No, it's the same X5. It looks, it's, it's the same X5, but the X535D. I say no. I say go for the Mini. Oh, it's a good I think I'd have to vote Clubman, dude. Plus, it's exactly the car you want. Like it's configured exactly like you want it. You're gonna have to buy someone else's X5. It's gonna be, you know, a gray, a weird and black inside, and boring. Black or black and gray, or black and black, or gray and gray. Boring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, boring. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap the car in whatever I want anyway, and I'm gonna do the same thing with the Clubman. So, a Clubman will use this vinyl. So right now you're buying a Clubman and an, and an X5. That's like a lot of cars. No, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have seventy five thousand dollars to spend on cars to drive. Six thousand cars to, to go drive to work. Six thousand <laughs> miles a year, which still you know blows my mind. It's like you know what? I ne- I really just need like a seven thousand dollar piece of crap um, Honda Civic or a <laughs> Jetta TDI seventy two Chevy. Fifteen hundred. How about a, a used? I bet I could get a really good deal on and a I'm used playing. TDI uh, uh, GTI right now. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's going to be the case. The GTD. Unless you're buying it from like some hippie tree hugger who doesn't want it because they're like spewing pollutants all over the place. This is not environmental like I thought. He's going to start buying those cars up because they're all, oh yeah, I they're want killing one. Killing the trees, man. 
No, the the nerds are going to say, no way, I want one before they're gone. Well, and and my question is, what would happen if you then just converted them all to French fry grease? You know, to well, what? Yeah, you just you did biodiesel instead of uh, diesel. Yeah. Now you're talking nonsense. Huh? No, you well, can do it. You can just put biodiesel yeah. in any diesel car and it'll run. Uh, some modifications that are required. Yeah, just maybe. The asterisk part of the show. You do require some... Mod- I mean, you can run French fried grease right out of the tank, but there are some modifications that should be done. I don't know exactly what they are, but I know there every are some modifications that should be done. Every time I start hearing people about modifications and stuff, those are the same people you see on the forum saying, oh, my car is like 2,000 miles and it's already broken. I have to change the engine. This is such a piece <laughs> of crap. And I'm like, dude, why you melt with the car? Like it was designed this way. Just don't touch it and just drive it. Yeah. And all those people are complaining and using because lemon no and whatever. It's, it's not even the fact of they're, they're modifying the cars and stuff. It's like you need to know what you're doing by modifying those cars. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the fact that it's like, hey, I just bolted this thing on and it's great. It's like, well, no, it's not. Right. Well, and the, that- nice about, the nice thing about running French fry grease is everywhere you go, you smell French fries. Right. Yeah, it always smells like French fries. Exactly. That would be awesome. I got a question for you guys. There is this melting silver. Is that like a new silver? Yes, it is. Yeah. Is that like the old silver, like the pure silver? No, it looks it's like pure sh- silver mixed with uh, champagne. The, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's an old person color, Alex. You're not gonna want it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's an AARP color. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gonna be uh, either green or thunder gray. I think. No, they don't offer that on the club. Man. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. On yeah. the S, man, because the S is the only way to go. So see, that's what's ridiculous. Why do they offer different colors on the Cooper and the Cooper? Yeah, Moonwalk Gray on the on the. They Coop- want your money. This Moonwalk Gray with the white roof looks kind of hot, but I think it'd be hard to keep clean. So that's why I'm going to stick with either burgundy, or uh, burgundy or green. Brg. Yeah, green is good. Now we just built a thunder gray with with a white top. Wait, Thunder Gray is gone. Oh, no, 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 I'm on the right, I'm on the wrong thing. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, Thunder Gray with a white top could be kind of cool. Thunder Gray with a white top looks hot. That's what I got because I wanted the indigo blue seats. That, that was the only way to make it work. Yep. And I, I'm not paying $1,000 for the uh, for the Lapis Luxury blue. Come on, oh, that's ridiculous. It's not that good of a blue. No. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're right, GB. It's totally, it's totally overrated. It's a nice blue. It really is, but it's not that nice. It's not $1,000 nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I was going to say something and it was going to be completely inappropriate and it was going to be edited from the show so I'm just moving on now. <laughs> so uh yeah, so anyway, back to the go, go go over waste some time. I hope you guys didn't do it over the weekend cuz you're going to need something to do on Monday when you get to the office. Yeah. But go over to mini-usa/clubbin and configure yours. I want to know what you guys spent. We all want to know what you guys built. Um, so take a screenshot and share it with us over at whiteradio.com. In the so, comments. One last question for you guys. Like, If you had to choose right now between a hard type and a Clement, you would go for the Clement? All right. of you? I don't Cl- know. I haven't driven it yet. Maybe it well, sucks. I don't know. It doesn't I, suck, but you know. I haven't driven it yet, but I really like the way this car looks. I really like the, you know, the quality of the interior. I like. There is nothing about this car that I do not like. And as an example, I've been shopping for cars, and um, one of my options now is a new 3 Series wagon, and it comes in a 328 um, gasoline-powered or a 3 Series diesel. Uh, you can get a diesel wagon, a BMW wagon. Either one of those cars is going to run me around 47 to 50 grand, right? So as far as a wagon goes, this looks really appealing, the, the Clubman looks really appealing because I can get it down to like 30 to 35 save a whole lot of money on this so I don't know just for for what it is it's the best wagon because this is what everybody's going to call this car I'm sorry it's going to be called a station wagon that's there's yeah. no yeah. ways about it and it's okay whether it is or isn't that's what people are going to call it because it's that's the best shape you can get out of it so well, it, it, I mean, uh, I think it was Autoblog posted some of the... It was Autoblog or Jalopnik, one of the websites, they posted interior dimensions. Yeah. The seats up, seats down. And with the seats down, it, it it's a ridiculous amount of storage space. It's it, very much it, a sport wagon. It's just when like... When you drop the seats, it doubles the amount of storage you get out of the back of the car. Yep. Yeah, I mean, some weird things in the package, the way packages are designed. Like, for instance, you get the sport package, you don't get LED... Oh, yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do get it. But you yes. don't get them if you get the JCWX Air package. I mean, this is $2,500. They could just, you know, give the thing away. Yeah, once again. 
We'll have to play with this more and come back with our solid. This is the car I would go to my dealer and hand them the order sheet for. We'll have to do that next week. Yeah, All and right. here's the here's the big thing is is we've been thinking this is going to be in dealers before the end of the year. No, this is launching uh, according to the press release, January 2016. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, but so what is that? So you can't order it before. You can order. Yeah, you can order it now. Now that the yeah. configurator is up, you could walk into your dealer, give them a deposit, and say, "Here's the car I want to order." And they're going to order it as soon as possible. You'll be one of the first people to get this car. But it's going to be January before you get it. I, it looks really badass with the th- 19-inch wheels. I'm sorry. It does. So much so much better looking than on the regular JCW. I think a white car with a black top and black wheels looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's absolutely awesome. So go go build. Go build one. Go buy this. Go make mini sales the best ever for 2016. There you go. Do it. Yep. Or as Alex says, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Perfect. You know what? <clears throat> That's a lot of fun. But you know what else? And so last week, we you guys might remember, we talked about uh, Volkswagen and their giant oops and, you know, coming up with a software that would defeat the California emissions research, the California Air Resource Board emissions testing, CARB, uh, and others across the United States. Uh, so basically what happens is as soon as you clicked in, as soon as the car knew when it was getting tested, as soon as you connected a tailpipe sniffer and jacked into the ODB port, the car was all, uh-oh, I'm getting tested. Let's turn on all the emissions. And then once the test was done and you disconnected all the stuff, the car was all, whoo. Now I can breathe and then off again. I can spew all the knocks into the air I want. Essentially, putting out forty percent more emissions. And I've read two different things. We don't. I don't know whether it's forty percent more or forty times more. I think it's forty to forty to sixty percent more because forty times more than is acceptable. It's is, a lot. That's ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's like we would be all dying you'd, at this see, point. Yeah, you'd see that coming out the tailpipe. Volkswagen, as should, yeah, Volkswagen should be shut down if it were forty times. And well, everybody's quitting over there. You yeah. saw that, right? Well, yeah, their their CEO is going to be. They're going to replace him with the guy from Porsche. Uh, and they since we talked about this last week, the Volkswagen uh, 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 management has admitted to doing this. They said, yes, we put defeat software into this to fool the... And I'm like, that admission right there, one, was like, I can't believe the balls on this company and the lawsuits that are going to come down from this. One, from the people who are like, I bought a car, you told me it was this, and it really wasn't, so it's false advertising. There's a criminal investigation now. There's a federal criminal investigation that has been launched in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. against this, it is seriously bad. Now, can you compare it to the GM uh, um, uh, ignition switch thing that actually killed what nine or nineteen people or some uh, people died in that situation from right. a problem that they knew about and were aware of? Right. Okay, that's a big deal. This one, yeah, it does hurt people. Like I don't, it, it'd I be think, hard. I to, think people will forget about it. It'd definitely. be hard to draw a direct line because. Yeah, there are people with asthma problems and people who have uh, uh, problems breathing because of pollution and smog, and this really is uh, affecting that. But it hard to it would be hard to quantify that. I think when it comes down to it. Yeah, I know, but they, they I mean, it's it's going to be hard to quantify like the harm. Like I agree with you, like to the yeah. environment and to to people in general. But it's going to be easily quantified, like how much money they're going to help people that you know spend more money to get a TDI. And to get the the fuel efficiency that they never got in the first place. I, I, at this re- at this stage, I think you know the lawyers of the uh, the one that are going to be running the class action lawsuit must be super happy right now because this is oh, yeah. this is going to be an easy one. And also, someone else is super happy right now. And I think this person is Elon Musk. I think <laughs> he is super happy because Elon Musk, like maybe also BMW and Nissan, uh, are watching this and seeing this and probably saying to themselves. This is the real beginning of electric cars with this thing. This well, is it's, I think this is a big push for the for electric cars on this How thing. about this? It's not so it, it's not necessarily a big push for electric cars. It's the death of diesel at least in the United States because you know, it has been hard to catch on. Volkswagen has been the only successful company that has been able to sell lots of diesels and that's because they did this and it, they didn't have to put the urea tanks in because they're like, "Oh, we have this technology." That huh. makes the cars burn cleaner, which sure. was complete oh. bullshit. Not, which. 
And what's the German word for bullshit? Um, well, that's the Axel. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it, it was complete BS. Uh, and so I think people are going to be skeptics like they're seeing this. This is broken all over the news. I've seen it every day this week on the Today Show. I'm talking about some new revelation about this. Wait, here, hang on. Here's bullshit in German. Uh, you beat me to ATV. I was looking at it. What, there it is. What? Let me do it one more time for you. Here, talk, er, here goes. Jemandem Scheiß erzählen. Yeah, Scheiß erzählen. Sorry. That's like four words to say. Too. That is awesome. That is awesome. I think what it is, it's going it, to, the American buying public is going to be so dissuaded from uh, buying diesels from this point on. It's going to kill diesel. Now, this is something that was mentioned by Gabe in articles over at Motoring File and at Bimmer File. Uh, about this could be the death of diesel in the U.S. I mean, it really could. This is big. Now, as Alex said, it's good for all other alternative technology. And right now, electric is the way everybody's going. And hopefully, eventually, to like hydrogen fuel cells. But we just haven't gotten there yet. Right now, hybrids and hybrid electrics are the way it's going. So, hey, let's cross our fingers for that plug-in hybrid version of the uh, clubmen and countrymen that are coming. Yeah, I I can uh, without divulging names and places and stuff. I know like even the people that uh, don't even work at dealerships or are you know in the corporate world doing something completely different. They're all signing you know do not disclose fo- you know forms. Everybody signed a paper today, like you know all over the entire company, just to be like, okay, we are letting other people deal with this. Do not say a single <laughs> word. You know. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I, I, Chad is right. Like I have a friend of mine who works for a media company, and uh, uh, you know, he was they, they, yeah, they kind of actually work with Volkswagen, and the word came like you can't talk about this like to anybody. Don't, don't. I mean, there is don't no comment on social media, like private email, like even like outside of work, just don't talk about it at all. Here's the. It's a really big thing. Here is the big, the big, big thing about this is <clears throat> basically what happened here was. Volkswagen was able to hide this for the last six years. Okay, so we're talking from 2009 to 2015, right? They were able to hide this because of, and I'm using air quotes here, proprietary software. They built software into the car, and because of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, you cannot inspect this. We can't go in, and so there's software. And this goes beyond car companies. This goes into everything in the world that is controlled by software that kind of blows it out of the water and says, you have to take companies at their word that the software does what it says it does. And now I think it just has blown everybody's mind and go, we have to rethink everything now. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Because somebody can say, our computer does this in whatever product they're selling, be it a computer or a car or a farm tractor or whatever they can make a claim that is impossible to test and only by an accident did we figure out this problem with Volkswagen because a company was trying to prove that hey the Volkswagens are green they are efficient and they went to the University of Virginia they did these tests because they have this mobile test kit at the University of Virginia and they put it on the cars and drove it around and were like these numbers are way off. They're nowhere near what they should be. What's wrong? And they were blaming each other for doing the test wrong. And they double-checked and they triple-checked and they quadruple-checked and were like, nope, something's wrong here. These cars are really bad. They're- well, that also comes back down to the, the EPA or any of those government standards that, you know, which, you know, also hit many on their, their fuel economy. You know, they're not actually doing tests. They're just there right. kind of pushing papers around and they're expecting the manufacturers to do it. So the manufacturers like, well, you know, here you go. This right. is the numbers to get. You so, know? so this is what I'm saying is that now corporations can't be trusted. <laughs> they could never be trusted. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of beside the point. But holy cow. Uh-oh. That was me. <laughs> EB's getting jiggy with it over there. That's the that's the jingle when you say company can't be trusted. That's what happens. <laughs> so uh, I was like, all of a sudden, that was the black helicopters from Airwolf coming I out. I know, but because of proprietary software that you can't check, we're right. taking a lot of companies' word for, hey, this is what it is. Now, there's everything from computers to cell phones to all of that. They're independently tested, and they're ripped apart, and people do all of this. And so we can 
Well, yeah, does it blend? I mean, that that show is very yes. informative. <laughs> yeah, we could pretty much tell if <laughs> if a product if if they're lying, right? But something like cars, you're kind of left scratching your head, going, "These are really technological things that your average person doesn't have the ability to test this or figure out." I don't know. But here's the other thing, Chad, and you brought it up, is like the one thing we do as consumers have the ability to do is to drive our cars and go, these cars don't get anywhere near the mileage that they say they do. Yep. And we all know that, and we figured this out figured this out last year, that only 15% of cars are actually tested by the EPA mm-hmm. for they get the kind of mileage that's on the sticker. And 15%, so 85% of the cars out there could be wildly off. And your average consumer probably is not paying that much attention. And this could go unnoticed for years. Clearly, it's gone unnoticed for years in the case of diesel and the Volkswagen. And for many, it didn't even go three months before the EPA was like, ho, ho, ho. Well, maybe they've had some, uh, you know, as of late, I mean, there have been a lot of car companies, you know, Ford. And many both had uh, some some numbers on their MPGs uh, kind of moved around. Yep. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody's getting a little more pressure from some people, whether it's uh, politicians or lobbyists or, you know, various uh, organizations that are saying, hey, you know, you guys are supposed to be testing all of this stuff, but you're just taking them for their words. Well, you here's should a, check up a, of it every now and then. That's you know. a vicious circle because... Um, you know they can't do. They only have so many people, and they only have so much funding. So there's just right. not the manpower to be able to test all the cars and do all that. So, so I got a couple of questions for you guys. Um, so the, the first one is why would you do this, right? Because I, I, I'm looking at the. Uh, you, if you're looking at you know uh, competitors to the Jetta or to the Golf TDI, uh, it's not like well the Golf TDI is like 50 miles per gallon. It's insane. I mean, it's you know it's good. It's like you know good as pretty much any other car in that segment is is doing in terms of MPG. So from my perspective, doing all of this kind of is useless. So why in the first place? And then the, the, the second question is, uh, you know, we, we talked about it before the show and, and some of the estimates that came out in regards to the class action lawsuit and the fines and all of that is about $18 billion. Yeah. And it's at this, as of today, the market cap of Volkswagen being $52 billion, it's about 35% of the company. That's a lot of money. And so it's huge. aside from selling like Porsche or Lamborghini or, you know, Bugatti or any of those brands, like I don't know how they're going to pay this off. And so well, you know, that's I, the two I, questions for you guys. We've, we've obviously seen their stock go way down, but I've also known a lot of people just today who bought as much stock as they possibly could. So... You know, the, those people are obviously thinking, hey, they're going to bounce back. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Why do you think they did this in the first place? You I, know, it's the, this isn't Pontiac. This is like a whole other gigantic big company. So, you know, it's, you know, GM obviously did not go under. They, they restructured their things they had, you know, because even, you know, along the lines of GM and their bankruptcy, you know, the government cannot let Volkswagen go under. Purely for the fact of they've got so many plants here, they're doing so many things that would well, put. Not only that, know, I've read I've read articles today that said this would kill the German economy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. This could really, really harm the German economy. Uh, in the long which work. is kind of where you put all of Europe in, and then if Europe and then the crashes, whole world falls we, apart. Yeah, yeah. Then the whole world falls apart. This is a big deal, people. Uh, we don't know how big it is. I mean, we can only speculate at this point. And I've read everything from yeah, Volkswagen will go out of business to, you know, yeah, no, they'll they'll fix everybody's stuff and they'll apologize and they'll pay some fines. But, All we have to do is reflash your car. <laughs> well, and that's really what's going to happen is they'll yeah. reflash the software. It won't do it. People's cars will run like crap. They'll be more efficient. You know, they'll be more. Uh, uh, they won't put the knocks in the air. Like right. they are now, right? But they're not going to be as powerful, and they're not going to get as good a gas mileage, and then that's going to piss people off, and they're going to stop buying them, and so that will trickle down to hey, Volkswagen sales are going to start tanking. 
So yeah, Alex is right. They're gonna have to do something to recover from this and pay for it. It's a big deal. So, so and you guys still haven't answered my first question. Like, why do you think it didn't? I don't know. Place? That's a good question because it didn't like dramatically increase the economy. So here's what I think: is they put they put the diesel together, then they drove it, and they go, "Oh my god, this is boring." They let other people drive it, and they go, "Oh my god, this is boring. I wouldn't pay for this car." And they said, "Well, let's go back and let's make it not boring." So that's what they did. <laughs> I mean, what I mean, you gotta sell cars. And so that's what they Yeah, did. but it still like didn't do anything because Volkswagen sell in the US, sales in the US are pretty pretty bad actually. Yeah. So I don't know. Despite this thing. I mean that's even worse for them in the US. Like they were, it wasn't good before and it's not gonna be better now, that's for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's the question that we're we're all waiting to find out in an investigation is why did they do this in the first place? Did they save so much money and they yeah. did they make it was it so much more profitable because they didn't have to put the urea injectors into these cars? You know, it was just greed. Was it corporate greed? Is that the only reason? And I think right now that's what it's pointing to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Not hard to believe. Oh, damn, damn, dirty Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, what? I want to talk about a few more things besides this. I just, just because. Uh, we got a few minutes to kill. Before we do, though, let's remind you guys about our friends over at Craven Speed. Cravenspeed.com. Uh, they have all the really cool stuff. You guys hear me talk about them all all the time. It's all custom made. They use computers. They use robots. or carbon fiber and titanium and uh, gold plating, I think. I'm not really sure. Did I say computers? Lasers? Lasers are involved. They have all this because they're up near Microsoft, so they have access to all this really cool high-tech stuff. Anyway, they make all the cool stuff for your car that you're going to want. Anyway, I'll just go over and buy it, especially... Look at the gear shift knob, one of my favorites, the squeezy thing, the flex pot adapter, which is completely awesome. The F56 intake, if you have an F56, if you're rocking a first gen or second gen mini, you need the dipstick so you can tell how much oil is actually in your car and it won't break when you pull it out or put it back in. Plus a host of other things all available for you over at Cravenspeed, cravenspeed.com. Go over there. Make sure you sign up for the email newsletter as well so you don't miss anything whenever new products come out. Super awesome. And if you do place an order with those guys, which we think would be really rad if you did, make sure that there's a comment field there. Make sure you leave a comment so you know, hey, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They being, of course, our friends, Cravenspeed, cravenspeed.com, home of the electric mini. Boom, there it is. I was really sad watching the news and the internet this last week because, as we all know, and especially those of you in Philly, New York, and somewhere else on the East Coast who have to wait until Monday for your iPhones because the Pope was the Pope. Town. And yeah. the Pope is he's, cruising around D.C. He's kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big deal. He really is, right? And a super smart guy. He's got like a Ph.D. in chemistry or something, right? This guy's super smart. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, the Pope. Anyway, cruise around. <laughs> Around Washington D.C. in a Fiat, in a Fiat 500 XL. No, not even an XL, just no, an L. Yeah, I think it was a regular. The, ug- one, yeah. the ugly Fiat, the ugliest of the Fiat. The big, the big yeah, the ugliest because there's not a beautiful Fiat. Just, <laughs> it's, <laughs> not, it's not the a origi- thing. The original ugly. Yeah, and and then he he had a Pope mobile to use while in the states that was made by Jeep. It looked like it was a Jeep Patriot. <laughs> yeah, because of uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean fiat basically. You know, the Vatican's in Italy, so it's like, well, here, let's try to support whatever. But I mean, if you're gonna yeah, try to support Italy, oh, why not get a Maserati? Yeah, that would be it's, a good point. Yeah, it's, right it's, in style. It's, right, it's all owned by Chrysler. That's why you know that's why they did it. Well, okay, but I thought I still thought it would look ridiculous. I don't think it's going to the help. Powerful sales. man in the planet, and he's <laughs> right around the backseat of a. <laughs> I don't think it's going to help sales because that car is just. Fugly. Well, it's not I, th- I think it's going to help sales because people are going to say, "Oh, the, the Pope, Pope drives one. The Pope supports the Pope rides in one of those. It's got to be a good car." Because I swear to God, every time I turn on the news, they're talking about the Pope in his Fiat, yes. driving around well, in this tiny Fiat next to all these giant SUVs. Because it's like the whole suburban squad, right? right and then right. it's like suburban, suburban, little baby Fiat, and then suburban, suburban. I thought that was just hello. That was and the funniest thing I'd seen like all week. It's not even a baby Fiat. I don't know if people are going to say, "Oh, this is nice." If Fiat is going to say, "Oh, poor Pope is driving in a Fiat." That's going to be one or the other. I think, His name perfection. is. I'm sorry. He named himself Francis. It's the patron saint of the poor. It makes sense, right? It's, a, it's <laughs> the people's car. It's from Italy, ish. Right. To defend so, it from that perspective is it's. Why do you say ish? It is from Italy. It's How, very. It, Italian is the Fiat really anymore? <laughs> anymore. But, I don't know. I don't well. Know. We'll I just, just have to see, you know, six months from now. You know, if you're uh, if you're still awake at uh, nine o'clock on a Sunday morning, uh, drive by a Catholic, uh, you know, church. See, see what, how many you know, fiats are parked in the parking lot. Fiats are parked out there. Fiats are in the parking lot. Chad's got it right now. 
right there. That's it. Market studies show. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Buy or Jeep fi- or Jeep P- Patriots. Buy your Fiat stock now. One I mean, that that's actually really kind of smart for the Catholics because they don't believe in actual contraception. So if you're oh. trying to do it in the back of a Fiat, you know, you're not really making it happen. So that is contraception. <laughs> Doing it in a Fiat. There you go. Or nuts. Ta-da. Oh boy, there's got to be a show to plan there somewhere, Alex. Doing it in a Fiat. Okay. Do it in a Fiat. There you go. Doing a Fiat. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then the other thing I just want to mention really quick is um, since I have – this is uh, this is me talking about me now just for a quick moment. Since I have upgraded the air filter element in my R56 Cooper, uh, I'm going to be driving to San Diego and back this this uh, this last week, the weekend that we just had. And uh, it's a much flatter drive. I'm going to be really curious to see what kind of gas mileage I get out of my car driving at highway speeds because it's really disappointing the gas mileage I get out of my car. Put it in sport mode this time. Just just Dude, I put it in sport mode all the time. And the good cuz you used to hate it and we finally talked you into the using best it. That I can get out of my car in traffic with the air conditioning 32. on. 32. Is 28. Well, with the sport Seriously. button on? Seriously. That's odd DB because uh, the uh, the R56 Remember my my average speed is like 32 miles an hour. Yeah, our over, manual or over four hundred miles. Our manual R fifty six that we had for a while um, was averaging thirty to thirty one. So you are it is a little low, but I think your mileage is a little low. Your your trip to San Diego is definitely going to be a better. Time. Well, I think it's air conditioning might have something to do with that because you know the extreme temperatures. So I think the temperature oh, yeah. didn't help uh, and traffic doesn't help. So, but after replacing the air filter element and upgrading to the K and N, I did realize like two mile per gallon. Right there. That's good. Hmm. That was pretty strong. So I'm going to see how I do on the way to San Diego and back. Okay. And then I think there's going to be a tune-up on deck. Okay, this uh, is weird. Plugs, plugs and wires when I get home. It's a weird question. Well, what, there are no wires on your what, car, just so you know. What kind of tires are on your car? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, they came with the ones that came on the wheel. See? Yeah. That's yeah. another thing. You you may not believe it. No, no. I totally believe it. They're, they're like, they're like uh, racetrack tires. Your tires so, may really yeah. affect your mileage. Tire, tires and alignment will affect miles per gallon a lot. Yeah, my, yeah. Alignment, my alignment's okay, but the tires, um, I'm waiting. I'm just trying to use them up so, right. so that they're good tires. They still have right. good on them um, until I can put something on them that, like the tires I always got, the Kumos, or even the Bridgestones I got on them. But see, I, maybe in the Phoenix heat, they're just sticking to the pavement, you know? Well, these <laughs> tires don't yeah. stick. They're these, pulling these, you along, you know? <laughs> and, I, I I would think that you should be able to get thirty eight out of that car, no problem. No, I I'm thinking I'm going to get forty on the freeway if no. I keep it under eighty. Uh, I think the best we could ever do in that car was thirty seven, thirty eight, even on the in a manual transmission R fifty six Cooper. Yeah, I just know from experience. Uh, we had it for a couple of years, and it was okay, but yeah. it wasn't great. I mean, thirty eight to forty. At the best on the highway, at the best, but your average is going to be down around thirty, thirty-one. So you're not that far off. Yeah, I think if I think um, plugs will probably fix would probably fix that. That might help. It might help. Plug but how, how many miles do you have right now? I uh, just turned seventy. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, you should have already. You should have already changed them by now. Yeah, I just I've only had the car for ten thousand miles. So back what? off, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> he just bought a new iPhone. Come on. Yeah, that's the that's the week of the upgrades. Like new filter, air filter, new iPhone. What's it? What's it's, up with that? I didn't know about the iPhone. Or I did the air filter a couple weeks. Uh, when did I do the air filter? I think I did it back in July. I want to say. Yeah, I did it back in July because I got tired of how shitty my car was driving. So that'll be next. Uh, there'll be a full report on that later, maybe next week or a DB Mini or something. We'll I'm see. not complaining because I. I average my. I think my GP, my latest average, was around twenty-one. Dude, that's not bad. <laughs> the way I drive, yeah, and I drive it fast everywhere. Yeah. So, and that's why people twenty-one. Are like, that's pretty bad. That's what I get out of my one thirty-five. Alex, you will know. You will be here in three weeks. I will let you drive the GP, and you will. You not will, drive it slow. You can't drive it slow. You so can't. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. You can't baby that car. No, that's it's not gonna be nice. Yep. Nobody wants to do that. That's car, baby. Yeah. <laughs> One step closer to citizenship. <laughs> we have not convinced Alex that uh, his citizenship will be expedited if he attends a NASCAR race. So he's, <laughs> he has to buy his shirt, too. He's to coming get, to, to Kansas. Uh, I'm going to buy everything, too. And, and make then it cut go the, fast. you have to cut the sleeves off the shirt in addition to that. Well, yeah, duh. they come oh. pre-cut already. Yeah, they do I need do. to get a beard also? I think I need the beard. Uh, uh, beard can t- hit or miss. Uh, uh, um, a mullet would be better. 
Yeah, or baseball. I just <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't do the mullet, unfortunately. I think just a, uh, buy a hat that comes with one. You'll be yep, fine. Yep, you're good. <laughs> it's a baseball cap. Yeah, the hat mullet. The hat mullet. Is that a thing? Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. It's a thing, duh. <laughs> it's okay. a hat mullet, the Guy Fieri um, visor, and then the old guy Willie Nelson ponytail hat. Oh, Winnie Nelson. You can also get uh, like a uh, hard hat with two beer koozies on each side with straws that go right through. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw those guys. <laughs> and then you get the stadium buddy, which is like a catheter, and then you can pee into a bag that's attached to your leg. Yeah, you don't even have to leave. You drink, and then you pee, and you don't even have to leave your seat. Exactly. Yeah, people, you know, don't need to work hard to get a visa and then a green card. You just, you know, buy that stuff, and boom, you're American. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only way to go. That's the only way to go. Nicely done, Alex. Nicely I think done. we. I think on that note, we've done it. I do believe we have. Done it. <laughs> um, let's be finished for the week. Before I remind you guys, you know, before we play the funny clicking sound, let's go over to MotoringStripes.com. Get yourself some stripes. Get yourself the Countryman bumper protection strip. Get yourself a Union Jack sunroof traffic or the White Refrigerator sunroof delete kit. All you gotta do is shoot Todd an email for that one. Tell him the roof color that you want that you've gotten. Boom, he'll send. He will sell it to you. And as an added bonus, if you use the coupon code of fifty fifty, you'll save five percent on anything that you order from MotoringStripes.com. So go over there and get that done. That way you, you get them, you put them on, you say, "Hey everybody, check it out." Todd Pearson striped my mini. Oh yeah, boom. MotoringStripes.com. Go check it out because you know blank is boring. Hey, I'm going to congratulate the, the Kansas City Royals on being the division champions tonight. It hasn't happened yet, but we're like three outs away. I want to congratulate the the San Francisco, uh, San Francisco, the Arizona Cardinals for winning a football game last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, they're playing Chicago. That's a big deal. I'd like to uh, thank Detroit Sports for sucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was exciting. I actually went someplace and I watched a sports ball game. It was pretty. I, I could not believe that. I'm like, is, did a coconut fall and hit you in the head? <laughs> yeah, I, I needed something to do on a Sunday morning. It puts the lime in the You know what? It's, it's better to have a team that wins one game to have like Tom Brady supporting uh, Donald Trump. It's yeah, pathetic. I, I've been on the West Coast before. Like I've been in Vegas during football season, and it blows my mind that you get up. And at 10 a.m., that's when football games start on the West yeah. Coast. Yeah. Like, yes, we drink Bloody Marys. Yeah. Well, hey, I don't need an excuse. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't have to ask me twice. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's be done now. This is the part of the show where I do like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also uh, email us, feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, King, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. Make what second great again. What? <laughs> what did you say? Make Volkswagen great again. No. I don't know. I just came up with it. That's hilarious. All right. <laughs> A bientôt, tout le monde.